So Tolly, what bubble are we popping today? I don't know, Carla. Let's find out. Happy Black History Month, everybody! And happy Sunday! Oh, man. How are you this fine Sunday, Carla? I'm really tired. I want to take a nap. And I got a lot of work. One more week of school. Try not to cry. <laughs> One more week of school. One more week. Yo, for real. One week and spring break. I will be on a boat in Florida, y'all. So I will be in a bed in New Bedford, Massachusetts. <laughs> Not you giving, not you giving them your address. I did not give them my address. It's literally just New Bedford, Massachusetts. It's where I live. It's my city. Anyways, I'm so exhausted. Like I be sleeping when I'm talking to people. That's how exhausted I am. I've caught myself lacking so many times this week. I'm like Tolly, go to sleep. Anyway, we about to, we about to pick up the energy. We have some exciting stuff planned for I'm this excited. episode. This is the last episode of our celebrating black history series and i can't believe february is like over like this is the last day of february i told y'all the white people will be making this month so short and then give us black history month i'm just saying today's the 27th right today's the 28th the last oh, the day 28th. of february guys yesterday was my little uh, my my nephew's birthday happy birthday leo i love you we don't give shout outs without getting paid so He's Hand literally over. three. Hand over the money. He's three years old. I have a college do. education to think of. Hand over Go the away. Money. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and yesterday was Haitian independence. Was it really? <laughs> the 27th? <laughs> was it really? It's Haitian independence day. No, that's not. That's January 1st. Then what was... Was it Dominican independence? I'm just confused. I'm confused. Anyway, back it up. Now that's hurting me. Is it Dominican Independence Day or Haitian Independence Day? I'm pretty Day? sure it's Dominican. I feel like I should you wanna know this. be You want to be a Haitian <laughs> so bad. Jesus. <laughs> you want to be a Haitian so bad, I'm y'all. not going to say anything. You want to be Dominican yep, so bad. It was Dominican Independence was, Day. How are you going to forget awkward. your own Independence Day? It's, it's too much going on on you the 27th. You want to be a Haitian so bad. It's too bad. much going on on the it's 27th. Okay. We accept Yo, it. Come over we to not, the next island. We're not putting this in. <laughs> no, we are. <laughs> no, we're not. Yasmin, please put this in. No. Because Carla wants to be a no. Haitian so bad. No. Anyways, Carla the Haitian. Um... Like Carla said, sadly, today is our last Black History Month series. Um, but y'all know us. We're going to keep uplifting the black people because we don't need a month to do it. We post every two weeks, so we'll just uplift some black people some more. But to start this episode, y'all, we have a very, very, very special guest. I told y'all we was coming reckless with the guest this year. Another one. Well, another one. Another guest. Another guest. And we love this one just as much as the last one. I mean, these past two guests, they've just... Let me start by saying the impact Kasamba had and the special guest today have on my high school career. Facts. History. Like, I don't think I would made it through high school without them. I generally... Facts. Do not think I would be where I am without them. Um, her name is Miss Cheryl Williams, freshman at Howard University. Yeah, you know she got to represent the HBCU on this fine Black History Month. Um, but yeah, we met Shira our freshman year. She was our prefect. In she our was dorm. a junior. She, she was, was a, a junior. junior. Look at us with these connections. Wow. She took us in like her little children's. But yeah, Shira is literally like, in simple words, a big sister that I've always wanted. You know, she's always giving these amazing advice. And just the memories we share together. I mean, they're these memories are for the books. But I will forever remember going to Shira's room. <laughs> Sitting on her beanbag. <laughs> all I'm going to say is... While she's up on her bed eating cereal. <laughs> all I'm going to say is man bun. And... Shira, no. <laughs> Alright, without further ado, here is Shira. Hey! What's up? Hi, everybody. 
Shira, introduce yourself. Where are you from? Oh, I'm Shira Williams. I'm from Patterson, New Jersey, class of 2020 SG. I go to Howard University. Yeah. You. Um, <laughs> what else? Yeah. You guys made me sound so old. I'm literally maybe like a year and a half older than you guys. Um, we're um, very young. You for remember, our grade. we're like 12. So. <laughs> no, it just seems like that because you're small. <laughs> you're, like, you're like two years older than us. You're like two, two three, four years two to three, older. Two to three years older. Uh, two max. You're bugging. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 18. When do you turn 19? Don't worry about that. She's like a year. <laughs> Your birthday's in April. She's like a year yeah. and a half. My birthday's no, April you got, 17. You got like two and almost two and a half years on us. Okay. But yeah, you guys are like my little sisters. And say likewise, I really don't think, oh, junior year was tough. And I really appreciate you guys because you really motivated me to keep on going. We love you. Love you. Love you more. All right. So for this episode, we I know we talked about a lot of historical black figures, but today we're going to be on the contemporary side. We're going to be going into some modern black history so each of us the three of us have all chosen two people and we're gonna talk about these people and yeah so disclaimer we picked all women um (laughs) um shout out to my black men listening to this podcast you are part of black history we just didn't pick you for this one but you know shout out to y'all because y'all Y'all are part of this history. But for this specific episode, we didn't mention any of y'all. But again, it wasn't purposely. Yeah, it was not intentional at all. It was just a quinky dink, and it happened, and we're just going to roll with we're it. We're just going to roll with it. But um, yes. we'll shout you out during Father's Day month. <laughs> <laughs> in, May. in May. We'll give you... No, month. Father's Day is in June. <laughs> Wait, Mother's Day is in May. Oh, Yo. oh. <laughs> you know oh, what? We'll dedicate. So to buy me a calendar. <laughs> we'll dedicate April to Men's History Month. How about that? No, okay, that's fine. We'll but talk about it later. We'll talk about it. Um, table that. But yeah, I'm excited. Should we get started? Who wants to go first? For oh, sure. Let's rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors? Okay, ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. You're going first. All right. I guess I'll go first. All right, so my first person, very popular. We love her very much in this world. We got Miss Rihanna. Had to do it to her. Yup. Wow. 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 Thoughts. Wow. <laughs> Why is it that we always end up singing on this because podcast? We can't actually play music or else we'll get copyrighted. <laughs> so the best we're gonna get is our Alright, I guess. Alright, let me let me get into some brief history. Now, we're breaking away from that New York Jersey representation. We got some Caribbean representation over here. Shout out. Shut out. <laughs> Rihanna is from the Barbados. Not the <laughs> Barbados, you know, like the Barbados, you know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, the Barbados. The Barbados. Caribbean queen. For real. But her full name is Robin Rihanna Fenty. And oh, that's where Fenty comes from. Yeah. Oh, true. It comes from her name. But, uh, yeah, so she was born Robin Rihanna Fenty. Like, she is, ooh. Even her name just, I love, I love that woman with everything in me. But anyway, her birthday is February 20th. Should be a national holiday, in my opinion. Okay, right? We'll work on it. We'll work on it. We'll bring it to the manager. Anyway, um, growing up, her her life wasn't so easy. But growing up, she dealt with a lot of stuff. Her father struggled with addictions like alcohol, and he used crack cocaine. Her parents had marital issues. I think they divorced when she was like fourteen years old. And on top of that, and I never knew this until I researched this. She dealt with chronic headaches throughout her childhood, and She ended up hiding those from people at school and from everybody because she didn't want people to think that there was anything wrong with her. Which, honestly, I relate to, but damn, like, I had no idea. I think she mentioned it in one of her interviews. Yeah. Or 
an article I read. Yeah, yeah, she talks about it now, but I had no idea. But because of all the stuff that was going on in her life, she started singing, and it was a release for her and her troubles at home. And so I think when she was 15 years old, she started a girl group with two of her classmates. And then eventually, I think there was a music producer um, from the U.S. who was on vacation in Barbados, and he heard her, and he was, like, blown away. So by the time she was 16 years old, she got signed to a record label, and she moved here to the U.S. And from there, we got... She started her music career, and then we got all these hits, like Take a Bow, Umbrella, Disturbia, Work, Wild Thoughts, Diamonds. Needed Me. Yes, that's a good one, too. But even though my girl Riri, you know that she is so much more than a singer, though. She is an actress, a businesswoman. She has done so many things. She has so many accolades, bro. Let me tell you. Um... She has acted in movies like Valerian, Unlucky Silent One, Home, which was the, like, animated movie, and then Ocean's 8. That was such a good movie. She was a little hacker. Guys, I love Home. Like, that little purple alien. Like, that movie was ballin'. And that movie was deep, too. For no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but, yeah, so, recently, or more recently, not, like, too recent, but, you know, she got her Savage X Fenty... She got her her clothing line is popping. If you want to sponsor us, Rihanna, um, we would love to. Facts, Rihanna, if you're listening, please sponsor us. But um, she has nine Grammys, ten signature fragrances. Period. Facts, nine Grammys, like um, thriving beauty and lingerie business for all of the savage ex Fenty connoisseurs out there. It came me. She's broken a handful of Guinness World Records, including becoming the first black woman to be the face of Dior. She did it. She did it. She did it. Didn't she just become like the first millionaire? I think. I think it's like the first black woman to have a business worth over a billion dollars or something like that. As she should during Black History Month. Period. 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 She's doing her thing, and I know we haven't gotten an album in, like, five years. We're really still waiting. I mean... It's okay. If she never makes the album again, at least she left with a good album. A song would be nice because I can't afford your makeup or your lingerie or your skincare. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Think of She also got a luxury clothing line. Yup. Just think of the poor people like me who just cannot afford those things right now. A free song on Spotify would bless. And money too. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, Rihanna. I'm just saying. Why are you asking Riri for stuff? Appreciate her and what she has already given to us. Stop looking at me like that. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> That's Riri. She doing her thing. And we love her for it. We celebrate her. This day and every day. And she be advocating for rights too. Facts. So. She does. She never, she has never once switched up. Never. Ever. That's one of the things I love about her. She better be in those books. Hopefully she never dies so she doesn't have to be remembered as history. Mm -mm. In my mind, Rihanna is, she lived forever. That's so interesting how you say her name because I say Rihanna. It's Rihanna. It's Rihanna. How you say it. But the Americanized version is Rihanna. So it's Rihanna. No, it's Rihanna. Rihanna. But does she say Rihanna? She says Rihanna. Yeah, she says Rihanna. Oh. Just like how they be butchering. Not uh, the American colonizing Rihanna's name. Oh, now I got to change it. But they do that to everybody name. They they do. They do. Camila Cabello. Isn't it Cabello? It's Cabello, but people used to be saying Cabello. Anyways, we're not going to talk about her on this podcast. Not doing back (laughs) this through month. So next. Period. All right, who's next? All right, Shara, rock, paper, scissors. Girl, just go. <laughs> you don't want to rock, paper, She's scissors? She's our guest. No, no, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Okay. All right. Okay, so, you know, I got to do the one and only Viola Davis here. Yes. Because, you know, anything she touches, it's just like, she's going to, she's going to, she's going to do the thing. Any role. So, Viola Davis, she is from... St. Matthew, South Carolina, 
and she attended Rhode Island College and Juilliard School. Ooh, Juilliard. 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 <laughs> but um, a lot of y'all probably know her for her role in, well, she plays a lot of roles. I first um, saw Viola Davis in The Help yeah. because, I don't know, that was just my first time seeing her. But, you know, she played in Fences. She plays most infamously How to Get Away with Murder. And I'm still upset that that show went off. The way we talk about the show on a daily. (laughs) We do. Every episode. Every episode we mention How to Get Away with Murder. I mean, she just did what she has to do. She just does it. And when she cried, when she cried. Oh, my God. Yo, I'm like, cry, you feel the pain. <laughs> yep, on there. point, like the snot running down her nose, <laughs> everything. But, um, one second. So she, let's, I copied off her like resume, but that's just going to take forever. <laughs> but she is an actress and a producer. She won an Emmy Award and an Academy Award. She has two Tony Awards. And she is the first African-American to receive the triple crown of acting. And she was named one of the most 100 influential people in the world. And she has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame because I I just still don't think that's enough. You know? I I also think she's the first Black woman to win an Emmy. I think she is too. Yeah. Which um, says a lot about our Emmy and award shows, if y'all not it paying says, attention. It says Bro. everything about it says everything. Every, like about all the awards, like the Grammys, the like, Emmys, the Tony's. They really be playing our black people everything. dirty. Really just be playing them. And I could just go on a rant about award shows. So I I don't want to take away from people's achievements when I say this, because they definitely some people definitely earned it, but it's definitely rigged. It's definitely rigged. definitely rigged. Like y'all telling me oh, I don't remember something that won. That just should have never won. And I was sitting there. Every time I watch the Grammys, I just want to. I just want to punch the TV. I just want to punch the TV. Even the Grammy nominations. Or that, um, I don't know which award show was it, but not taken away from Doja. But she got an award for like R&B music. What R&B music does she but when Billie Eilish won all those awards against all those black artists I was sitting there and I was like um no <sighs> don't make any sense doesn't make any sense, sense but hey but it's the back, world we live in yes but back to giving our roses to Viola uh Talia right she was the first black woman to win an Emmy in 2015 2015 it took a black woman to win an Emmy that's crazy. But honestly, I like Vela Davis because, of course, it's just something to see, like, a Black woman get her roses. Not even that. Like, she's dark-skinned. She got her kinky, curly hair. And it's just nice to have that representation on TV. And I just really appreciate her for all her work. And I hope she gets all her roses and then some while she's here on Earth. And I'm going to need another show and another movie. My turn. I gotta start big. And I love this woman to death. I know you do. I would die for this woman. You would. She would. I just, oh my god. Issa Rae. Issa Rae. This is Tali's like Like, all time favorite celebrity of all time. Just just give me one second because I just need. (laughs) Here we go. No, y'all, because I don't think y'all understand. I love this woman. Love this woman. Let me tell y'all about Issa Rae. You know what's so funny? How you said we were moving from, like, New York people? I was just like, no more New York people. <laughs> I was like, no more. But um, Issa Rae was born in Los Angeles, California. You know, how to switch it up. West Coast. Too many New York people coming through this podcast. Um. And, you know, her credentials, they just they just flow in the flow. She's a director. She's an actor. She's a writer. She's a producer. Like, and if you know Issa Rae and you know her story, she's come such a long way. She started off on YouTube. 
and she has these like this like show called the misadventures of an awkward black girl and they're on literally on youtube for free so like you might as well sit down and watch them and they're like these short little clips and they're so funny like i didn't know them at first because i started watching Issa ray when she was on insecure which is on H- hbo and i'm gonna put y'all on you know um i love insecure weekly, weekly. you know what's ending yeah, well, season yeah. five. I'm we, on season three right now. I finally put Carla on after years of years of telling her to watch That's it. That's a lie. That is just a lie. I count my months and years, so I've been telling you for years. <laughs> so that's where no, that's, that's a lie. That's not funny. I'm so uh, sad. Insecure is going off. It is such a good show. Oh my god! Literally, I watch it. I watch it here. I fi- I got to the third season. She was today. literally watching it like Monday. So let's just talk about that. Um. <laughs> but don't expose me <laughs> no but it's a good show go watch it she did this for like three years like this little show on youtube and she got like recognized for it she won a shorty award for best web series in 2012 and then she moved on to so many other things but she created and directed insecure which is kind of like based on awkward black girl but it's like i wouldn't say better but it's top tier. It's, it is top it's tier. It's top tier. Like, I'm telling you, if you don't have HBO, go subscribe. Because this will be the best show you watch. Like, it's so good. The acting is so good. And I love Kelly. Shout out to Kelly. Yes. Kelly is She, I aspire to be like Kelly. Um, But yeah, it, like they, like um, Shira and Carla said, there's four seasons. And sadly, we are on our last season. And I know they're going to deliver because season four ended with this plot twist, y'all. And let me tell y'all something. I'm not going to spoil for Carla and all you listeners <laughs> out there. But mm, mm, I'm scared. Lawrence. Stop. No, no, no. I don't mm. want to hear anything else. Nope. That's all I'm going to say. Lawrence. You we need a whole, y'all need a whole episode de- dedicated to Insecure. Listen, because after season so five fun. ends. We're gonna talk about the whole show, beginning to end. So y'all got y'all got a whole year to catch up because once season five is finished, all bets are off. I promise you, we will dedicate a whole episode to Insecure. Like this is how much I love the show. But um, oh, I mean she other she also has other shows and movies. Like one of my favorite movies, she's with. It's the photograph, and she's with Lakeith. And oh, my I God. love Lakeith. Me too. Look, I went to see. Him. I went to see that movie with Kasamba and Carrie, and that movie is just pure black love, y'all. Like pure black love. My heart, oh, just beautiful. I recommend. Strongly. It's just beautiful. She's also on Netflix. Um, with. A movie called Lovebirds. I watched it. It's very, oh my god, that movie! It's very funny. <laughs> like I have to give it credit. Like yeah, that movie so is so funny, and y'all should watch it. Um, but yeah, she's a true comedian. She really is. Like a true she comedian. Yeah. she has been rolling every time. Every time, even on and off the camera, like mm-hmm. just like during her like daily life and how she interacts with like celebrities and the mm-hmm. stories she tells. I just love her. And also, I love watching her like her receiving awards and she has this award she won where she's literally like it's like she just telling everyone like and the most like comedic Issa Rae ever like yeah that's me I did that all of y'all better pay me my money run me my stuff and it's just so like (laughs) her personality is amazing it's unmatched it's unmatched no one will like no one will top Issa Rae and on top of that her style her hair and she's always advocating for black people and giving black actors and people of color a role in her films. So, true that. Props to her because she's really living the life and she embraces her blackness. And back to Insecure, she literally creates like, I'm not telling y'all this is like a comedic show. Like this show is deep to its core. Yeah, because it's real. It's real. Like, I could truly imagine myself as some of these characters. I mean, they, like, a little old and, like, experienced. <laughs> but when you think about it, like, some of the stuff she talks, like, I think in, like, season four, they talk about um, pregnancy and, like, what's that called again? Postpartum depression mm-hmm. and how that feels to be a black woman and, like, 
going through postpartum depression and y'all know black women don't even be recognized in the medical field and are literally treated as trash so imagine a show taking like 20 minutes to focus on that like this is this is some real stuff and i just need y'all to sit down and watch it maybe she'll give us a season six who knows i hope so she said no um (laughs) there's still a year so who knows um she also has a memoir based on like it's called The Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl. It's a really good book. I recommend. And yeah, that's Issa Rae, the baddie of all time. I would literally jump in front of a car for her. <laughs> a car? A car. A truck. Yeah, I like her. I definitely would like to spend a day with her. Yeah. Same. We would have so much fun. Even a second. Even if I was in her presence for like two seconds, I feel like God could take me away, and I'd be like, I lived a happy life, you know? Because you met Issa Rae. Because I met Issa Rae. Oh, my God. Issa Rae, if you're listening to this, please just... Hi, my name is Tolly. Manifest it. I'm just going to manifest it. I'll manifest for you. Manifest for me, y'all. I got you. One day, I'll see her down the street in Los Angeles, (laughs) California. Who knows? You should uh, send this episode to her in her DMs. Honestly, I should. We should also send all the episodes we've ever talked about Shonda Rhimes to Shonda Rhimes. But I Shonda Rhimes is going to sue us. I think us. she would block us. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But yeah. Moving on. Is it back to me? It's back to you. Okay. My next and final person is Miss Serena Williams. Now. I love her. Williams, Serena Williams is goaded in every way possible. Like, she's one of the greatest athletes of all time, and nobody can tell me otherwise. She is an amazing person. Like, I, oof, everything, everything about her, like, I aspire to be Serena Williams. Now, I know I'm not going to be, like, an athlete or anything, like, crazy, but I just, I want to be Serena Williams. Anyway. Her work ethic is crazy. Right? Like, every, like, I'm going to get into that right now. Wasn't she pregnant? Yes. Yeah. Tournaments. Yeah. Y'all gonna give her the respect she deserves. Facts. Cause my butt would have been <laughs> home, home. I say, home. The moment I find out I'm pregnant, I ain't I'm sitting a down. I ain't lifting a finger. They still try to say she cheated when she won that award. They be belittling her to the core, bro. Like it's not even funny. No, we're gonna talk about that. All right, let me get into her background. Her birthday is September 6th, 1981. So, you know, she was born in Michigan. And she was raised in Compton, California. Some West Coast for y'all. Um, she is the youngest of five daughters. And I don't know if y'all know this, but her sister Venus is also another famous um, tennis player. And so her father was a sharecropper in Louisiana. And he learned from, like, tennis books uh, and videos how to coach his daughters, Serena and Venus. So they would spend two hours daily practicing, and they would literally work themselves to the bone on a concrete court. Like, they had to avoid – this is in, I'm pretty sure, Compton. Like, they avoided potholes and practicing without nets and, and doing what they can to be the best. Like – if that's not resilience, I'll know what is. But growing up in Compton meant developing a sense of fight, too. And that same fight is the thing that characterizes her personality and her drive on and off the court. And so if y'all know tennis, y'all know that it's not a sport that was ever meant to include black people. So she was dominating this, this white-dominated sport. And the reason why she transcended and was so successful and is so successful is because she just was who she is. And I think she always stayed true to herself and her character. And so, you know, looks looks don't really matter, but she would embrace her curves and always wear her hair and her signature Afro-style ponytail. And her energy was always, like, she always brought the energy always whenever she went to play but and one of the things that I find most inspiring about her is that she has this ability to rise above criticism whether it's because of her age the way she plays her body or her being a mother she always sets the standard and 
she has accomplished so much in the sport. Like, it, it blows me away what this woman has done. I think maybe I'm saying this wrong because I'm not 100% sure, but I think that some of her calls have been, like, tennis is not made for black people. That doesn't mean we don't dominate because we dominate in everything we do. But the rules of tennis, certain rules are not made for us because yeah. of our body types. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of her calls were because of the way her body was mm-hmm. like. Like I'm just like I don't like I don't want to say the wrong information because you know like I don't yeah. I don't want to give the wrong information to our listeners out there. But a lot of the times, because of the way, not how do I say this. I got you. It's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about, but what I'm thinking of what you're saying, what I'm getting from, like, I remember one time she had on some type of, like, outfit for tennis, yeah. which yeah. is technically it was acceptable, but they try to say it was distracting. Yeah. But we all know it's because, like, you know, her body was popping and it ain't distracting. <laughs> right. It's not distracting. You just hate it, and that's okay. But, yeah, she definitely got called out for that. I think in one of the biggest like points in her career which she faced so much criticism for was that one that, tantrum she that, threw. that 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 t- that championship what is it Wimbledon Wimbledon, Wimbledon? what what's it called it was. Wimbledon Wimbledon something like that and she and and mind you like tennis players throw tantrums all the time every athlete bro like every, every athlete, athlete like if you haven't watched like a video of a tennis players, like the men, the women, they all do this. Like they throw their rackets, like, on rackets the ground. be breaking, and then like, the one fine. black woman who does it, all of a sudden go crazy. She did it, and she was fined like so much money. And then everybody was criticizing her. People were like, they they were making like cartoons and mocking mm-hmm. her as like a what, like a, a gorilla or something. Like, yeah, yeah. something racist for sure. Like, they, or some type of animal. Yeah, and it's like. She she does the thing that everybody does, but because she's a black woman, now you have this angry black woman trope, and she's gonna get criticized for it in the media and fined, and people trying to ruin her career over this. But you know, she she rose in the most simple exactly. way, in the most simplest way. That whole thing was racist. Every it was. single person who participated in it was racist, and y'all can't tell me to this day it wasn't racist because. There's this I think it's the same lady who made fun of her. Did the same thing she yep. did. She it's did. Yep. But nobody said nothing but to nobody her. Nobody said nothing. Nobody say nothing one time. Brady be throwing a tantrum on the football field. But let Serena do it. No, I'm not gonna say she was throwing a tantrum, but she was expressing yeah. she, she was, was expressing her. aggravation. Like any athlete would who just Exactly. Any great athlete does it. Exactly. But I want to go through her accolades real quick. As you should. Because... Name them all. This woman has... We got time. Anyway. All right. She became the first African-American woman to win a Grand Slam singles title in the Open Era. I don't know what the hell that means, but she did that when she was 14. 14 years old. What was we doing when we was 14? We was... Chilling. Freshman year. Guys, I was learning how to play soccer. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Another one. She became the third African-American woman to hold the number one ranking. She is the second woman to hold all four Grand Slams simultaneously, twice. She won the 2007 Australian Open, despite being unseated. Again, I don't know what any of this means, but she did it. She completed the career Golden Slam by winning... Uh, at the Olympics in 2012, she's won, and she has won a record total of 23 Grand Slam singles titles. She jointly holds the record for the longest run as the number one ranked female player. She has won 14 Grand Slam women's doubles along with her sister Venus. Um, she has the third most Grand Slam titles combined, and she was Sports Illustrated's um, Sports Person of the Year in 2015. So. And there's a lot more. I'm pretty sure she just went back and won another title. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. But um, I didn't want to cut you off. But unseated is like when you're not ranked in the top. Like that's it. I don't remember like the no yeah number, I got you. But it's like when you're not ranked. And I think I don't know if I'm right. But I think Venus was the first woman to be unseated and like go through like 
the finals. Mm-hmm. So both Yo, of them. Those those sisters, they be killing it. Shout out to Definitely. You. I just wanted to say I love them so much. And when I was younger, I had this thing where I would watch like documentaries for athletes and I watched their documentary maybe like three times. Like of them like growing up and just like their career as a, a Venus and Serena. Uh, like to becoming like the greatest athletes in the world. And I would like to say that Serena Williams um, story about when how she gave birth and like the doctors not listening to her definitely inspired me to be a doctor. Actually, I wrote on that and that she got me into college, to be honest. But <laughs> shout out to Serena. <laughs> and I love you so much. No, yeah, definitely. I always use that example. Because I think it's like, and we'll definitely talk about this. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about Don't worry it. about it. This podcast not going anywhere, so just stay tuned. But her story is so frustrating. Like, it's so frustrating. And I, and I know it's frustrating because I've experienced the same thing where I've told, like, a doctor, like, something is wrong. And they just didn't believe me. To the point where I had mm-hmm. to, like, find someone else. It, it, The whole thing that happened with me was unbelievable. And, you know, you read about it in the news and you see it in the news and you talk about how black women aren't treated. But, like, for me, as a... How old was I at the time? 15, 14? When I was told, we did the x-rays. We did this. Nothing is wrong with you. Like... And then to go to someone else and then be like, no, yeah, you're definitely not okay. Like, here's what you need to do. Like, that's crazy because she could have died. And it's just, don't worry, y'all. We're going to talk about it. For sure. It's ridiculous. But yeah. Really unacceptable. Who's your next one, Shaya? Me. Yeah. So next we have the one and only Laverne Cox. A lot of you may know her for her role in Orange is the New Black as Sophia. She was slaying the hair. And Laverne Cox is from Mobile, Alabama. And she was raised by her single mother and her grandmother. And fun fact, she has identical twin brother that played her um. You know how, like, in Orange is the New Black, they have that, like, flashback stories and when, like, how they ended up in jail? Yeah. Her brother played her transition, like, part of her role when she oh, they look transitioned. Like... That's what twins do. Um. <laughs> sarcastic. Uh-uh. Caught me slipping. Okay. <laughs> you know, she is most infamous for her role in and she is a strong advocate and activist for um, LGBTQ rights. She was the first transgender person to be nominated for an Emmy. So that's good. So like Black and trans, can we talk about intersectionality, please? But um, what I was going to say. She also, okay, I'm going to give you a little bit about her early life. As I said, she was born in Mobile, Alabama. She had, she was raised by a single mother and her grandmother. And, or she attempted suicide at age 11 when she noticed that she had feelings for another boy. And I just want to say, people out there listening, go to somebody if you're feeling suicidal it's um, like, you know, don't do it. And everyone, we love you. Somebody loves you and don't do it. We can find a way to work it out. And also, yeah, there's always a way, but just don't do it. And um, what else? So she graduated of Alabama School of Fine Arts in Birmingham, Alabama. And she studied for two years at Indiana University and then transferred to Marymount Manhattan College. So uh, she also made a lot of appearances. She's on Law and Order. Her first appearance on like TV was I Want to Work for Diddy. She was a, a contestant. And so much more. She has lots and lots of awards. 
she has an anti-violence project, Old Courage Award, Reader's Choice Award, Woman of the Year, um, named to be the Ebony Power 100 list. I'm just reading some because she has a lot. But awarded honorary doctorate from the new school and received the Claire Skiffington Vlog Award from Transgender Law Center. And she's really big because for me, that was like really the first transgender person I ever seen on like TV. And for her to be a black woman at that. So hats off to her. Especially with all of the statistics about transgender black women and how very few of them survive. It's it's yeah. like crazy. And I admire her for being being herself. I mean, there's nothing else that she should be other than herself because if you're not living as your true self, then, you know, there's... What are you doing? Right. So, I don't know, just her ability to do that is crazy to me. And that representation, that intersectionality, I think it's just mm. important to have in the media and the fact that she was one of the first to do it again because all these women are always the first to do something, but... Yeah. Took a lot of, took a lot of courage and... Right. Um, really brave especially like you said the world we live in I think the life expectancy for like a transgender uh person is I'm gonna say 35 like that's the the, like the risk of like being murdered and stuff like that yeah I mean it takes a lot to be who you truly want to be you know especially in a world where we're so what's the word so normalized to be like follow this path and follow this path so like for her to you know stick to who she truly is and advocate for other people who might feel the same way that's big yeah and the fact that she doesn't have to but she chooses to do it anyway yeah that took a lot it's a big thing especially when you don't have to it's a lot of weight to carry especially when you're one of the only ones yeah Yeah. Especially as a black woman. Especially as a black woman. Intersectionality. Talk about it. All right. My turn. Circling back. The last one. The last one. You know, when I saw this name, I just had to do it. Because I don't think she gets a lot of credit. And I can't say I know everything about her because... I'm just now giving her the flowers and the recognition that she deserves. But she does a lot, and I don't think people know that she does. So, um, I picked Ava DuVernay. Yeah. Let me tell you about Ava DuVernay. Talk about it. Because she, mm, okay. She was born in Long Beach, California. I'm really representing California today. Yo, so the West Coast is shout out heavy. to my West Coast people today. This podcast is for y'all. Um, she's a filmmaker, writer, director, producer, and in her like childhood, she was inspired to like do all of like acting and like she was into theater and stuff. So her, I think it was her grandma or aunt was spending extra hours and extra time trying to you know, help her aspirations, her dreams come true. So, one of the things I love about Ava is that she uses her talent to s- tell stories. to t- Not just, like, random stories, but to tell the most meaningful stories, most impactful stories you will ever listen to, read, watch. Like, oh, God. Like, I just need... She is just so amazing. So one of her, and she's always advocating for something. She's always fighting for someone. And it's just like, she's amazing. One of her works, some of her works are 13. It's on Netflix. Um, Honestly. I honestly think this is something everyone has to see at least once in their lifetime. I agree. It's very very hard to watch. I think as black people, just watching like. It's like trauma porn. Yeah. Watching history. And the way the system belittled you and treated you is very hard to watch. It's traumatic. And you didn't even live it. But I think 13th is something that everyone has to watch. So she directed it, 
created it. And she became the first black woman because of this movie to be nominated by the Academy as a director in a feature. Um, I mean, that's big. A nomination, it's not a win, but I, I generally think when you're nominated for something, you're recognized. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The name is out there. It holds weight. And her name holds weight. Like, her name. So much. It's heavy, man. It's heavy. Um, she also did Selma, which is also another great, wonderful movie about, you know, civil rights movement and Martin Luther King. That and was a good movie. It was a really good movie. I, like, watched it. I was... How old was I when this came out? I was, like, 10 years old. I was, I was not allowed it. to watch it when it came out, but I watched it a few years ago. I was 10 years old watching this movie, bawling my eyes out on my couch next to my dad. And then Every movie she make, I want to cry. I have to cry. And this one, to this day, I will never watch this movie or this series ever again. I just can't. Me either. Like, my heart, I don't think my heart can physically, like, handle it. Like, even when I'm on an Instagram and I see it, or I see a clip, mm-hmm. I immediately scroll past. Same. Like, I just cannot do it. It is trauma porn to its core. Um, but it's on Netflix, and it's called When They See Us. It's about the Central Five. The, the well... Exonerated? Exonerated Five. Yes, the Exonerated Five. And I just... Oh, my God. That, like, that it was a, it was a limited series, right? I don't know yeah. if call it a show or no, a documentary or what it is, cry. but... I want to see it's a documentary. Yeah. It's a, It's just generally so hard to sit there and be like... Like, you can't sit there and watch that show and tell me that the system isn't, like, messed up. You right. generally cannot sit there. Like, we're talking about children. I I can't. I, I'm not, like, I, I can't even, like... Words can't describe the pain I felt sitting there like i'm thinking like when i sat down and played i was mm-hmm. let me tell y'all how my day went when i was doing this i was braiding my hair like something i thought i could just watch while i braid my hair you know that's so funny i watched it while i was taking out my braids <laughs> and at one point at one point i had to like stop braiding my hair because i was shaking and i was crying like mm-hmm. it was unbelievable the pain i felt like i felt like i was one of these kids just going through life going through a system that just thought of them as murderers, like rapists, and it was ridiculous to me. I was like, oh, oh my God, I just can't. Like, I just, we're not going to talk about it, because I'm, yeah. I just can't. But it's one of those films, though, that you need to watch you at can least only, once. I honestly can only watch it once. Yeah. I will never sit back down yeah. and watch it ever And it's so crazy, because it's like real life, like people actually went through this. But I like her, um... Like, how she calls attention to it. Because I feel like as Black people, uh, most of the time we're in, like, this survival mindset. So you don't really pay attention to, like, the trauma that you and, like, your people before you have been through. So she really, like, calls attention to, like, sit down and, like, look, this is it. Yeah. This is what happened. Yeah. The series, um, it was nominated for 16 award Emmys. I honestly think it should have won every single Emmy Right. it was nominated for. Because this is just... I'm telling y'all, I know Black History is over today, but it's never too late to sit down and watch something. And this show, this series is just, whew. And this was, like, it's based from what happened in 1989. This is based on a true story. I don't know if y'all got that, but this is based on a true story. This isn't fiction. This is real. Like, five people went through this. They went through this for I'm sorry, I know we're not just talking about the movie, but I just feel so bad. Like, this is literally their worst nightmare. And then for you to come out of jail and the guy who took, like, a whole ad out on you on your, like, execution is now, was the leader of the country? Oh, no. Hats off to them also, because so strong. Right. I remember watching, I watched the, um, the... After, Oprah Winfrey one series, like after, they did, like a question yeah. and answer, and yeah. I just like watched them sitting there talking about their experience, and like, I like I couldn't, I was shaking for them. I don't know how they ever like was able to do that. Jail's already a scary place, but these kids were like twelve. Don't get me started on the prison system. Like, this isn't like grown adults being thrown in jail. These are children. 
and we yeah. and people still f- fail to understand this. The system is literally like messed up. These were children who were literally coerced by police officers. By the system that so many of you choose to believe in and so many of you choose to back up were coerced. Now, imagine if your child, for those adults who have children, were coerced into saying they raped someone and then spent their whole life in a system in a jail. You wouldn't be mad. You wouldn't you would you would think that's okay. You would be fine with that. Like with no rights. Like they like half the time I swear y'all don't have any empathy or any common sense, but that's off topic. No, it's really crazy because I remember never mind. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say like the first time I realized it, I was I have to say I was a senior, but this was probably like my first like breakdowns in the class because we were talking about um something about like authority like the army or something and I was I'm on the point of view like the authority is not always right and I was arguing with a Caucasian classmate and bro like I just got so heated because they're like every all like the white people are people are like you know like the cops know what they're doing like you know I trust that if they put this person in jail they know what they're doing like he obviously did it and I'm like are you crazy like are you awake right now that was probably like the most heated discussion I ever had in class. And of course, my back against the wall because I was the only black person in that class. They got the but most trust in this. Yo, lie. yo, this is off topic, but being at this school and when we have these conversations, no offense to some of the white people that listen to this, but I truly dislike y'all sometimes. And I, no, because this is popping the bubble, and I keep it real every no, yes. single. I keep it real every single two weeks. Sometimes no, some of the stuff y'all say, I'm just like, "Are you? Do you hear yourself? It's do like, you hear yourself?" Because I've had conversations where people have, where white people, by the way, and white people, if you ever do this, I need you to stop. I need you to open your eyes and stop. Where white people have told me how to feel as a black person, as a black woman. Can you shut up for two seconds, please? And tell me how you know how I feel. We don't look the same. We don't act the same. And we're definitely not treated the same. So I'm just saying, like, I didn't mean to get off topic. And I knew I was going to get off topic the moment I said this series. Because this series brings so much pain and emotions to me. But sometimes having these conversations, I'm just like, I need you to go over there and shut up. Because and then it's hard because you can't be the angry black woman right. in a fool of, like, ten white people. You can't. Because then everybody's like, well, I just think you're overreacting. I don't think it's that deep. It's just a conversation. No, it's not a you conversation. Know. It's my life. Literally. It's literally exactly. my life. And the teachers, not going to lie, the teachers who just let it slide and just happen, like, um. And the teachers will be like, okay, okay, let's all take a breather. Let's calm down. Blah, blah, Tali, I hope you understand what. Blah 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 is trying to say and blah blah blah. Like okay. no, do you understand what I'm saying? No, and then I don't then think you understand. They'll apologize to you privately. Oh, oh, oh no, my God. don't like if you want to oh. say it in class, don't say it to me. I'm not gonna lie. This right. happened to me a few weeks ago, and I was like, please don't ever do this to me ever again. Everything I say in class, I mean it with the utmost disrespect. If it comes out disrespect, it was meant with disrespect. If you yeah. counter argument me, you better say it with your chest. Right. Because we're in class. We're in class to learn. We're in class to talk. So if you're going to say something that disagrees with me, say it with your chest. I'm not going to lie. When I was in class, Reverend Kirby did have my back. I'm not going to lie. Don't huff. Don't name drops. Don't do a little. (laughs) No, it's okay. Don't do a little huff. And then when we go out, you're like, uh, you know what I'm saying? The teacher did have my back. (laughs) Nah, but that's nah. just all I'm saying. Like, if you're going to have a conversation with me or in a class setting, don't be all up on the other side. And then after you go, I hope you know I didn't mean it like that. Like, I was just trying to counter argue. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I hate said. that. You said like, you said, said it. You meant it. Keep it 100. Right. Keep it a buck. Because I don't lie. I don't count. I never counter argue. You know, every time in class, you're like, think about it from the other side. If the other side is wrong, I'm not thinking about it. What I got to think about is exactly. that? There's no point in wasting my time. 
it'd be the classmates too, like just coming up to you and apologize or be like, are you okay? Like, what do you mean, am I okay? What do you want me to say to you? What do you mean? What does that mean, am I okay? No. I'm just laughing because that's really how it be. No, I don't it's think, funny at this point. I don't think I understand. This is something we go through like daily. On a daily basis. Like on a daily basis. And it's not even to like, like put down the school. It's just annoying at this point. Yeah. Like it's we just, just people. It's not even, it's like people. It's just people. Like, can you, can you, oh, oh, oh. Hey, our PWI series. No, because that PWI series is going to be way too long. We're never going to finish. Because every, every week is something else. Yep. It really is. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's okay. I'm here for the good education and yeah. the amazing people I'm surrounded by. You're recording of the time. Not you. Um, Don't do that. Back to Ava. I'm so sorry, Miss Ava. <laughs> you know, see, this is what I'm telling y'all. Her... her, her 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 shows and movies are so impactful. Right. They just get you moving. Right. They but, do. Um, yeah, she Well, she won the Critics Choice Television Award for the best limited series for when they see us, if y'all didn't know. And I just She's constantly fighting. She's constantly doing little projects. I follow her on Twitter and every day she's working on something and I'm like, You go girl. You go. And um yeah, she's amazing, and I hope that when her time comes in, and hopefully not anytime soon, or ever, if we really want to put it, that she's remembered and recognized for all those stories and all those people she told about, because it's important. Gotta remember the storytellers. Um, yeah, really do. Important. The people who tell the narrative. That's right. No, not only that, the people who tell the truth and the narrative. Yep. There's a lot of narratives out there, but they all just lies. That's right. Um, so I know we didn't shout out to any black men. So I'm gonna just name a few black men because I feel like we really did give the many shout outs. But we talked um, about Lakeith. <laughs> Denzel Washington. I yeah. mean I hope you're remembered. You really be balling it out here and you still going. For sure. For Facts. sure. Um Jamie Foxx, you too. Yes, definitely need his roses. You know, Tyler Perry. I mean, we got some beef with you. <laughs> and these wigs you be creating for our black woman. But um, you should also be remembered during yeah. this fine Black History Month. But please fix those wigs. Please, Sarah. <laughs> At this point, man, I know you see these tweets. I know you see them. I know you see. Nah, I know you watched that video and saw that her wig was um right. looking a mess. You should have been like cut, retake. You know, <laughs> shout out to Barack Obama, our forever president. For sure. Although there's a little beef with Barack, okay. but we love him though. Um, Eddie Murphy, you really paved the way for a lot of people, and I hope you get. Well, you still get your flowers, but I hope you get more. <laughs> Who else? Who else? The way Shara is looking at me right now. <laughs> well, we don't we don't mess with Eddie Murphy. I thought we liked him. No, she's mad about what I said about Barack. Oh. Oh. Anyways. We we'll talk about this after. We, we, know, what, <laughs> we know what he did and what he didn't do. Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. For sure. Yo, Kobe. Chadwick Boseman, Chadwick rest Boseman. in peace. Honestly, I don't think any of y'all are dead. Y'all know the little Michael they Jackson. Y'all know the Michael Jackson theory where he's like. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Michael Jackson, too. But... Um, <laughs> We don't support that here. We don't. We don't like Michael Jackson? No, we don't like him here. What did he do? Shira. Shira. Okay, but... <laughs> We're going to talk about this. <laughs> we talk about this afterwards, bro. name a Black History Month, we will not slander black men. So, that's all I got. Never once did I slander anybody. Um, That's not true. I'm pretty sure you did on our last that's episode. Excuse me, I would like to give a shout out. Who? Who would you like to shout out, Shira? Oh, <laughs> our first black female vice president of the United States. Oh, oh yes. yes. Oh, H-U. Um, I mean, we got issues with you too, but but right now. No. But she, you, you did make a little history. I'm not going to lie. She made history. She did. Nobody she can did. take that away. She did make history. You got a little dent in there, though. We didn't forget. But, um. Thanks. 
You know, you made big history. Big history. We're yes, he did. They did your vlog cover dirty, though. Vlog cover dirty. They did her vlog cover dirty. They, oh my god. Um. That's all we got. That is our end of our wonderful Black History Month series. I cannot wait for 2022 so we can do this again. You know what? We might have to dedicate a whole another month to Black History Month because I don't really see the point of having one month. Honestly. Um. Black history is every day. Black just because day. just because today is the last day of February. Just the last because day of Black the month. white colonizers gave us this month does not mean this is the only month we can have, y'all. Right. We're going to continue to celebrate black history. I'm so sorry for every day. Actually, no. no I'm not going to apologize. Gonna apologize I take it back. You're I said apologize what I said. on this podcast. Um, <laughs> Not to white people, at least. Oh, take it back. <laughs> um. Yes, we do. When we are in the wrong. Yes, 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 Which yes. is like 1% of the time. <laughs> but we do. Sometimes. Yeah. Ish. Partly. We do. Yeah. We, we got it's it. Okay. Right. But yeah, guys. That is our podcast. Uh, y'all. Oh, I'm so sorry, y'all. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I hey, say guys all the time. I did I say it all. throughout the whole podcast until this time. So big props to me. I'm learning. No, we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna applaud you for doing the bare minimum. No, though. I'm I'm applauding myself because okay. I had to be self aware the whole time. I was like Good. I was like, Don't say guys. Don't Happy say guys. Happy that you're self aware. You know? Thank you for But children, We love accountability. Children and adults and everyone else listening. We have some children. big things <laughs> planned for March. Me and Carla actually no, I'm not gonna spoil it because that's not how we rock and pop in the bubble. But stay tuned. We are back to our regular schedule. Every other week. Every other week. because Although we will be posting next weekend. Yeah, this was truly, I hate to say it, but the worst idea ever. We the, picked. No, the best worst idea. No, because we were slumped. Like, time was against us. Life was against us. The world was against us. Junior year decided to. But y'all prospered. Junior year decided we did to pick prosper. up. We're not done prospering yet because I still got a whole essay. But February, February said, I'm going to make this so hard for you. Right. That, oh man. I think I February told, is always the worst month in like my life. I think I told Carla every single day. I was like, let's just not post. <laughs> I was like, let's just not do it. It's not even worth it at this point. Tali would be like, can we just not do it today? I, w- I would literally just be like, can we just not? And I would entertain the thought for a second, but I was like, no. You made a commitment. We gotta do it. <laughs> like, honestly, if next year we don't do every Sunday, you understand why. You just understand. We gave y'all a lot this month. I hope you <laughs> took something out of it because Bye. this was really... I will be taking a nap for the next three weeks straight once I get home. <laughs> I promise you, I'm not getting out. I'm not going to work. I'm not doing nothing. I'm just going to sleep. Well, I know when I speak. Oh, my, my bad, Carlo. No, I was going to say, my mom's going to be like, you don't get out of this bed. What do you do all day? Like, mom, I'm catching up on two months worth of sleep. I'm catching up on two months sleep, man. Leave me alone. Oh, you guys are really going through it. But no, I know I speak when... I know I speak for a lot of people that I really appreciate your um, hard work and dedication to educating people and just, you know, creating a platform for a lot of voices. Appreciate it very much. Thank you. We're waiting you guys are killing podcast. it. Huh? We're waiting on your podcast. When, yeah. when is coming? You know that meme? And it'd be like spring, fall, September. <laughs> <laughs> September. Nah. She said spring, September. Nah, but, but um, I'm, we're waiting. Yeah, we're waiting. We won't okay, wait. we'll talk about that off camera. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I got y'all. I got y'all. Yeah. Well, I love, love you guys Shara so much. So much. Oh, Shara, shout you, yourself Shara. out on social media. Facts. What's your, what's the socials? What's the I Insta? Got you. you ready? The Insta Shira dot Williams C H Y R A dot Williams. You should know how to spell Williams. Um. <laughs> Is that is that a shade to me for earlier? <laughs> she she said 
He said, does Williams have two L's? Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know if people spell it differently out there. Maybe somebody got one L. Who knows? But not really, though. Um, Definitely hit me up on there. You can add me on Snapchat. It's Shira, C-H-Y-R-A-E-W. But I also want to say, like, I was part of Seeds. I don't know if you guys have any Seeds listeners out there, but I was definitely part of that. So if you have any questions, ask me. I'll go to Howard, even though we're virtual. I know a little something. I definitely still is definitely a big difference from going to HBC. I mean, from going to like a PD PWI to HBCU, even virtually. So hit me up if you have any questions about that. Um, I'm real for everyone who's black. To be honest, quote from Issa Rae. Uh, <laughs> That's right. right. Yeah, but hit me up. No follow me. Thank you for being here with us today, we miss Shira. You. We miss you. We love you. I'm going to pull up in Jersey during Thank break. you so much for inviting me. I love you guys, too. Oh, you all, you girls. Um, huh? Yeah, my bad. Because I said guys. She's talking to us. Oh, oh. You can call me guys. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, but that's not right. We're working to do better. So I love you girls, too. And I miss you guys so much. Oh, my God. I wish you all so much. And thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. And good luck. Thank y'all for tuning in to our last episode of Black History Month. Y'all still got some hours. Pay them black people the reparations. I know y'all got a black <laughs> I had to say at one point through this podcast, bro. I was I'm surprised it I was waiting. I was I had to savor it for the best moment. But on a real note, your girl is um applying to college and it's the perfect time to pay for college black history month or let, or let that black person cut you in line it's the least you could do we're not even gonna talk about what happened it's today. the least you could do anyways it's black history month pay up those reparations because the government won't do it <laughs> i'm tolly i'm tolly i'm carla and for the last time this year that's, that's on, on black, black history, history month, month.